Hi, you're listening to the Sullivan County Democrat Podcast. My name is Patricia Robayo, and I'm a reporter and photographer with the paper. This podcast is brought to you by the Kitchen Table Cafe in Calicoon, New York. Stop in for their fresh in-house baked goods and check out their Instagram to see what they're cooking up for Tuesday dinner. We have a packed pay-per-view today, so let's get to it. The state looks to acquire thousands of acres of the 10-mile River Scout Camp. The State Department of the Environmental Conservation is looking, the DEC, is looking to purchase approximately 9,500 acres of the Tenemile River Boy Scout Camps, currently owned by the Greater Network Council of the Boy Scouts of America. The 12,000-acre Tenemile River Scout Reservation falls within parts of Tustin, Bethel, and Koshekton. The DEC said, if acquired, the department will manage these lands as a state area for watershed protection, the production of timber and other forest products to protect and enhance the wildlife habitat and biodiversity and provide opportunity for public outdoor recreation. Insignificant evidence in harassment investigation. An investigation into the allegation of misconduct against Legislature Chairman Rob Dory and three other county officials in the Town of Liberty last year has been determined that the county policy was violated. As a Democrat reported on November 9th, the Town of Liberty issued a letter to the county legislatures and other public officials describing the inappropriate and unprofessional actions of a certain county employees during a meeting of the Town Board of Assessment Review earlier that month. Besides the chairman, the delegation included the county attorney Michael McGuire, assistant county attorney Robert Freehill, and assistant county manager Michelle Huck. It was alleged that the county officials had attended the meeting to intimidate town bar members regarding the taxable status of the care center at Sunset Lake, use a derogatory and profane language to refer to town liberty assessor Vanessa Kittler. Sunset Lake LDC is applying for IDA benefits. At Monday's Sullivan County Industrial and Development Agency board meeting, there was a discussion about an application for benefits from the Sunset Lake Local Development Corporation for the care center at Sunset Lake. The IDA counsel Walter Grigliano said the IDA was contracted by the LDC to see what they can do if they intervene and take an interest in the property. So that would be known as an amount of a pilot payment due to the certainty that the taxing jurisdictions and the operator would have over the next few years while navigating dispute over taxable status. New citizens are celebrated. 13 individuals officially became United States citizens in a naturalization ceremony on Wednesday in the Legislative Hearing Room at the Government Center. You can find more information about that story in our paper, in newsstand, in our paper, or online at scdemocratonline.com. UTIP report submitted, pause lifted. The, the process started by the County of Sullivan Industrial Development Agency, the IDA, in collaboration with the Sullivan County Legislature of reviewing all 13 of the IDA's Uniform Tax Exemption Policies, UTEP, which began this past fall and is nearing the finish line. The UTEP Review Committee submitted their report detailing recommended changes to the IDA Board prior to Monday's meeting. At the time, the IDA Board made decisions to lift the pause on new applications that they put in place in September. The IDA received no new applications during that time. The entire report as submitted by the UTEP Review Committee can be found in the agenda packet for Monday's meeting on the IDA's website. Jenkins Massey win the Democratic primary. The results are in from Tuesday's Democratic primary in the village of Monticello. Rochelle Massey and Gordon Jenkins led the way with 99 and 97 votes respectively. 
They were followed by Michael Greco in third place with 77 votes and Charles Sabino in fourth with 63 votes. Greco and Sabino had been endorsed by the Town of Thompson Democratic Committee to run for two trustee seats in the village elections on March 15th. As reported in the Democrat last week, Jenkins and Massey have collected enough petition signatures to launch a primary challenge. Jenkins and Massey will now both appear on the Democratic Party line in March. Despite the Democratic primary results, Greco said he's collected signatures to run on the independent line. Greco will also appear on the Republican Party line along with Sapitino. Town of Thompson Democratic Committee Chair Bill James stated that while the primary designates which names will appear on the Democratic line, the committee's endorsement of Greco and Sapitino still stands. The eviction moratorium ends. The Sullivan County eviction moratorium expired on January 15th. In terms of homeless housing, Health and Family Services Commissioner John Little told legislators last Thursday that they haven't seen a crush come onto us, but instead has seen a slow wave building over time. Little explained the last week there were 149 individuals that were, they were providing shelter for. Little says we are going to continue to watch what's going on in the courts now that the eviction moratorium is lifted. He went on to say that we are very busy as it is. What we had feared will be a cliff as soon as the eviction moratorium lifted. We think something that has been kind of building over time. And the landlords and tenants alike haven't seen the writing on the wall. And people are going the way they think they would need to go. Little told the Democrat there is a lot going on because of the different services and funds the state is providing, depending if someone is the owner of, depending on if someone is an owner or a renter. New mobile treatment unit brings hope. As the opioid crisis rages on, as the opioid crisis rages on, frustration has mounted as community leaders and leaders have watched the death toll continue to rise. But as local, state, and elected officials, including the New York State Attorney Latita James, gathered outside the government center on Thursday to cut the ribbon on a new mobile health unit, which will bring medical and substance use services to communities across the county. The common thread was one of hope. The Department of Community Services have contracted with Bridge Back to Life Center, Inc., who have provided outpatient treatment to recovering individuals, as well as education and support for their families, and significant others since 1988. On the mobile health unit, Sullivan County will have priority use of the unit as part of the comprehensive package of services currently offered to those dealing with substance abuse and other health issues. Giving her report to legislators at Thursday's Health and Family Services Committee meeting, Public Health Director Nancy McGraw said COVID cases were going down just as fast as they were going up. For example, the county recently had 4,000 people in quarantine, and that was, that was now down to just over 1,000 as of Thursday's meeting. After cases remained at 572. McGraw said that's a lot less than we had a week ago. Part of the equation will be for us to flush out how many self-reported over-the-counter tests are in that mix, because we'll have to separate the data in terms of lab results versus the over-the-counter test kits reports. People don't have to report those. They can, so we do have that data but it's not going to be perfect. Public hearing held for Avon Park Project with over 100 people on Zoom meeting video app, a special meeting at the Thompson Planning Board was held on January 19th to hear presentation and public comments on the Avon Commercial Park currently proposed in Rock Hill. The developer, Glanwall Lang Co. LLC, wanted to build a 2 million square foot warehouse space in a previous iteration, but now is only proposing to build 560,000 square feet of warehouse space in two buildings on the dead end road of Rock Hill Drive. 
According to the technical memorandum submitted to the Thompson Planning Board, the site will also include 111 parking trailer spaces, up to 445 additional parking spaces for employees and visitors. The memo also states that the impact of wildlife will be minimal as it plans to clear close to 90 acres of land that will include 0.05 acres of wetlands during construction that will take up to a year to complete. According to the applicant's website, Avon Road Partners, locations listed as Rock Hill Logistics Center and will be included e-commerce warehouse space. The website is listing for the new project state for the Rock Hill Logistics Center is expected to commence construction in the summer of 2022. Sullivan Restaurants hosts a winter symposium. Sullivan Restaurants held their Get Ready to Renaissance Winter Symposium over Zoom on Wednesday, January 19th where panelists spoke on the various plans, grants, and programs throughout the county in the year ahead. This included the highlight of the symposium, the O&W Rail Trails and Sullivan Renaissance ongoing plans to connect shorter sections of the trails together to form a longer, streamlined trails. The Sullivan O&W, the executive director of other Sullivan restaurants, Denise Farger Payne, said, Our theme takes this inspiration from the O&W Rail Trail, now the Sullivan O&W Rail Trail. New Grandview Public Hearing is set. This April will mark 10 years since one of the most devastating fires in Sullivan County's history ripped through parts of the Grandview Palace condominiums in Loch Sheldrake. The fate of the Grandview Palace remains in the balance as the town board has extended and postponed the Grandview Public Hearing until 6 p.m. on February 28th. The meeting will be held in person at the Fallsburg Town Hall Court located in 19 Railroad Plaza in South Fallsburg. The meeting will also be held on Zoom video and the link will be posted on the website. The town of Fallsburg proposed taking over the site in 2020 and in August 2021 held a public hearing to hear the comments on the town's use of eminent domain to take over the property. It's unclear at the present time whether the Fallsburg Town Board will go forward with eminent domain process as the board now has three new members including a new town supervisor. And finally, Fallsburg Firefighter Remembered. In a testament to his character and reputation, hundreds of firefighters and first responders and law enforcement personnel gathered in Broadway in Monticello outside the Church of St. Peter's on Saturday for the funeral of the Forsberg Fire Company Assistant Chief William Billy Steinberg. Steinberg, 37, died in the line of duty on January 15th after suffering a heart attack while on the scene of a structure fire in the town of Thompson. Those in the firehouse came to honor his memory and pay respects to his service. The Forsberg Fire Chief Zachary Potrowski said, We had a lot of people show up. There were fire companies from all over the place. The community support was overwhelming. It was a good send-off for Bill. Broadway in the village of Monticello was shut down to traffic and was closed in both directions between Government Drive and Pleasant Street. In honor guard, pipes and drums bands and large convoy of fire trucks and other emergency vehicles accompanied the procession from the funeral home in Monticello to St. Peter's Church on the corner of Broadway and Liberty Street. The father of Billy Steinberg, Jim Steinberg, said family and friends and his community was everything to Billy. The flag draped over Billy's casket on Saturday was the same flag that has been flying at the Forsberg Veterans Triangle. Jim Steinberg said, I felt this would be more meaningful to him a new flag out of the box. He went on to say, as we leave here today, we are here not to mourn Billy. We're here to celebrate his life. That's all we have for the Sullivan County Democrat podcast. As always, the newspaper is out on newsstands now. You can find it at any gas station in the county, or you can find us online at scdemocratonline.com. 
Again, this podcast was brought to you by the Kitchen Table Cafe in Calicoon. Stop in for their fresh in-house baked goods and check out their Instagram to see what they're cooking up for Tuesday's dinner. Again, I'm Patricia Robado for the Solon County Democrat. Have a great weekend and stay safe.